This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it finished at the den. Millwall 2. Leicester City 3. Twice in a month now we played Leicester City and twice we've lost the game 3-2. In some ways, probably a bit of an ideal result. And I know that sounds stupid considering we lost the game. But with the way in which injuries are now starting to mount up on us and the fact that ultimately the the number one priority this season has to be remaining in the Championship, it might have done us a favour. Part of me wanted to go and get that equaliser at the end. Part of me didn't. So... Look, you know, it's it's never nice to lose a game, but I think the way in which it panned out, which I thought we played quite well, so we kind of keep the momentum of performance levels up um, and we can now concentrate on the league. So I don't think it's the worst outcome in the world for us. Yeah, it would have been nice to progress, but um, it wasn't meant to be. And I think ultimately the difference between the two teams was just that finishing, really, because... I can't remember a time we've created as many chances as we did. Um, so I'm going to keep this a little bit shorter today. Um, I'm not re- I'm not really feeling amazing. So I'm going to keep this a little bit shorter. I obviously didn't go to the game. Um, I will admit I've watched it all. I found a stream and watched the entire game. So, um, I, you know, I, I've got a fairly good handle on what happened. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going to try and keep this a little bit shorter than normal. So... Starting up with a team. So for both sides, you know, a number of changes. I think we made four. So Sarkic in goal, uh, back three of uh, Leonard. Harding returning to the side. We knew that Sean Hutchinson, Murray Wallace and Brooke Norton Cuffey all, all had injuries or knocks coming into this game. Harding, who did have a knock, comes straight back into the 11. Cooper moves, uh, sorry, Cooper on the left-hand side of the back three. Uh, wingbacks were Joe Bryan and Danny Mack, so two changes from the game against Bristol. In the middle of the park, the same two of Billy Mitchell and George Honeyman. And then uh, up top, a trio of Duncan Watmore, Kevin Nisbet and Zian Fleming. So um, Imaku is the other injured party. I believe he's got a shoulder dislocation, which, you know, depends how bad it is. That could be a month. It could be three months. Don't know. So... We'll have to see how that one goes. But um, injuries are starting to mount up on us. Uh, and that was before kickoff uh, 
happened. We'll, we'll get into it as we, we go along. For Leicester, look, you know, it is probably 80% a second team, but that just shows you how good they are. Um, they're... I would argue majority of their squad is better this year than it was last year, to be honest. I think it's only probably only Madison and maybe Castagna, uh, one or two others that in reality they miss. So uh, good good side, Leicester. And, um, you know, I think the stats and the facts prove it right there. I think officially the best side the Championship has ever seen at the moment. So a second string side that boasts a signing of Tom Cannon, who I don't know how much they paid, but I know it was sort of five million-ish. You know, it, it's... He's their fourth choice striker, and that just tells you the, uh, the difference in levels. And, and Leicester City uh, should be and, and will be a Premier League team next season. So uh, the game kicks off, and I have to say, for the first ten minutes, we peppered them. We had about four chances, and we should have been one 0 up in ten minutes. We weren't, um, and ultimately we got punished. Um, the goal in which we concede is just. It's really poor defending. As I say, this comes off the back of some really good opportunities for uh, Watmore had a couple of opportunities. Watmore in the first 10 minutes was a, like electric, by the way. Uh, Danny Mack, I think, had a good opportunity. Nisbet had a good opportunity. Um, and Watmore and Fleming were really creating space and creating pockets and opportunities. But then the sucker punch, they take the lead. It's a mix-up with defending. I think that... Um, Joe Bryan play, tries to play offside, but it's not there because no one else is trying to play offside. And we, we just let them carve us open too easily and then the guy wins the head at the back post too easily. It's it's just really poor defending. Um, and I think we actually gave the ball away in the first place to, for them to score. Um, <clears throat> so they go 1-0 up and they... But then after that, it again, it's it's one-way traffic from us. I've noticed, I've noted down here, and again, I've obviously not had the benefit of watching it back. Um, you know, Watmore had a chance on 24. Joe Bryan had a chance on 26. Leonard had a chance on 34. We had Cooper header on 35. Cooper arguably should have got a penalty in 36. We know these aren't going to happen. So all of these, all of these chances and opportunities with nothing really much coming from Leicester until they take the second goal. And this is again. Um, I've noted down here that we gave the ball away three times in the build-up. Harding, Mitchell and then Nisbet all gave the ball away. Um, way too easy. We're carved open and uh, they make it 2-0. And if I'm being honest, I think Sarkic should save it anyway. Um, I think it was quite a weak a weak uh, finish. And we go in at half-time 2-0 down. And, and to be honest, you look at it and it could easily be 3-0 the other way. And and I, I say that in all sincerity because I don't remember the last time we created that many chances against a decent side. Don't get me wrong. I think Leicester's amount of changes dis did disrupt their flow, and they're not any. They weren't anywhere near the the shadow of the team they normally are. But you can only beat what's in front of you. And I think if we were better with our decision making at times and better with our finishing, I think we'd have won today quite comfortably. Um, and some real lapses in defensive concentration for all three goals. Um, so the halfway into the first half, by the way, it's, was it in the first half? No, sorry. It was right at the end of half time, wasn't it? Um, Ryan Leonard goes down, um, and you can just tell when players know that it's not a good injury. And, <coughs> excuse me. And this was definitely the case. 
Um, Ryan Leonard um, went down. I think it's a hamstring injury. It's come up now. Obviously, we don't know the, the seriousness of it. And Ryan Longman comes on. Obviously, Leonard goes off. And Danny Mack drops into the, the right centre-back of the back five. Um, but we go in at half-time and um, come straight out. And we have two chances in the opening two minutes again. Nisbet, uh, you know, if he squares the ball, we're in. Nisbet today did some really good things, but he also did some stupid things. He, I think if he'd have squared the ball or, or you know, he was a little bit greedy at times today, which you want from a striker, but you also need to, them to know when to release the ball. And I felt at times he didn't today. And um his his work rate was better, but he clearly can't sustain it for ninety minutes. So that was that wasn't um, great. And he had the opportunity there. Um, Watmore had another opportunity in early fifty minutes. Uh, we have another Nisbet chance on fifty five, but then Watmore does make it two one just after that. Um, so we we do get back into the game. Um, we have um, Sarkic making a good double save on fifty four as well. Sarkic, um, he made two good double saves throughout the game. Um, but what I would say is I would expect him to save all those opportunities. I don't know if I'm being harsh. They were good saves, yes, but they're saves that I would expect a championship goalkeeper to save. I would, But to me, I would expect him to save this, their second goal. Um, their third goal, which kind of kills the game off. The game did get very, very stretched. Um there's a couple of mistakes from Harding that go unpunished, but they do get their third goal. And it's so simple. It's just a ball over the box. I don't know what Harding and Cooper are doing. Because of the TV angle, I can't see how they've managed to let Tom Cannon break free. He breaks free. Sarkic comes running out. Don't know why he's come out that far. Uh, he runs the keeper and it, we go, it goes 3-1. Um, at this point, Bradshaw is then on. Uh, Bradshaw has a chance on 84, goes for a corner. Um, and then from the resulting corner, I think Joe Bryan uh, flicks it into the box, uh, puts it over into the box, and Ian Fleming on the. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, I don't think it's on the volley or the half volley. Bottom corner, really nice finish, to be fair. And Fleming also did get the assist for Duncan Watmore's goal. So we're back in the game, 3-2. The game's really stretched. It could have gone 4-2. It could have gone 3-3. We had a couple of opportunities. Bradshaw uh, with a glancing header. And then Fleming probably had the best chance on 93 when he took a free kick and it was a whisker away from equalising. I'm honest, part of me was quite glad that they didn't equal, that Mill didn't equalise because I, I don't, I really do think we could do without another fixture. 
We now know that on top of the three injuries we had going into the game, that Imaku is injured. Um, and of course, Ryan Leonard. I think what that does do is it amplifies the need for uh, for, for signings. You know, you, you walk away from Bristol City thinking we got Hutch back. He was superb. Leonard's been brilliant. And now all of a sudden you've got both of them out, which is ultimately... <sighs> I don't know. They're both so good, but they just can't play 30 games between them. It's just so frustrating. We'll have to see on 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 uh, Leonard. We don't know the extent of it yet. Maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought when it's precautionary. But I think we do need to sign a centre-back. Um, there has been rumours of um, a Chelsea lad coming in on loan, Adam Gilchrist. But I would find that a little bit strange considering he come on for Chelsea last week. Um, but I do think we need a centre-back. Um I think we do need another wide man, uh, a pacey player. I thought Longman did all right, actually, to be fair, when he came on. But we do need a little bit more flair and pace. And then I think another thing we really need is a centre-forward. Because for me at the moment, Bradshaw starts over Nisbet. Bradshaw's been in good form. Bradshaw hustles a lot more. And in the box, he's, he's you know, given chances and he'll score. Nisbet ha clearly has a lot more technical ability and class. But he's just not doing enough for me at the minute. You know, and, and Fleming's been a bit of a boo boy on here, but you know, I would argue that Fleming is now working harder than Nesbitt is. And I actually thought Fleming had a decent game today. I I, I will admit, um, I've seen mixed um, uh, mixed perspectives on social media following the game, but I thought Fleming had a decent game today. He scored a goal, assisted a goal, and I felt that everything positive, and rightly so, because that's where they're playing on the pitch, came from Fleming and Watmore. Um, so I actually thought Fleming was was pretty good today, in fairness. Um, and that's it, really. Like I say, I don't think it's the end of the world. When you look at it, I'm more concerned by the injuries than the result. I thought the performance was good. I think we beat most teams playing like that um, at our level. Although what I would say is, that, as I say, you know, less, it's less the second size, so we shouldn't get too carried away. Um, but I thought we played well. Um, and in reality, we could probably do with going out of the cup, given the priority has to be the league. What concerns me now is all of the injuries that are starting to mount up. Um, so going through the players, Sarkic, uh, he did some good things, did some not so good things. He made two double saves, which were good. I'd expect him to make them, though. And the things he didn't do so well was, for me, he probably should do better with the second goal. And then the third goal, I blame him as well as the defenders because they know what they're doing. The defenders, uh, Leonard was good until we went off. Um then I have to say, I thought Danny Mack had a very good game. And maybe he's got a new position because he slotted in very well that right centre-back. He made a number of well-timed challenges. I really liked Danny Mack today. I thought he was really good. Um, would I give him man of the match? Possibly. Possibly. Him or Watmore would, would probably be man of the match. Um, yeah, I'll go I'll go Watmore, but Danny Mack, uh, a, um, a deserving runner-up. Uh, Cooper, why does he always push people? He almost gave away a penalty. It wasn't a penalty because there was hardly any contact. But you do see him do that. I, I don't understand. He did it in um, uh, at the end when we were pushing for uh, the, the equaliser. You don't need to do it, Cooper. Just don't do it. I don't know why he does it. So he was okay, but he looks better when Hutch is there. He really does. I thought Harding, I thought he was quite poor, if I'm honest. A number of mistakes. Um, definitely wasn't his best game. Um, Joe Bryan, I thought was good. I thought he was decent. Um, I know he was involved in the, the cock-up for the first goal because he was trying to play offside. Um, but I thought overall he was good. 
as I said, I thought Longman had a fairly good game when he came on, always looked to try and get on the front foot and drive at them. In the midfield, I, I, I don't know. I know this sounds really stupid, but on first reflection of that, I actually thought Honeyman did okay. And then Mitchell, I felt, gave the ball away a bit too much. But I've then seen varying things on Twitter. I've seen some people say they thought Mitchell was outstanding. And then I've seen other people say, I don't know what game you're watching. So I'll stick with my initial thing that I felt that Honeyman was okay. And Mitchell buzzed around a lot, but lost the ball a fair bit as well. But I don't know. I need to look at the stats. Um, what I will say is that it's difficult playing in that role when it keeps chopping and changing. Um, there were some really weird rumours this week about Billy Mitchell going to Charlton, which um, surely that wouldn't happen, would it? don't know. That's what I suppose he does find himself at the moment, probably fourth choice centre midfielder when you've got Savile and Denore, who we know is now training. don't know. Um, but yeah, something's, I don't know. Billy Mitchell does not look the player that he was for me. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, moving on, I thought Watmore was really good. I thought Watmore was our best player. I gave him man of the match. I thought he was just everywhere, buzzing around. He, he looks fitter, by the way. He looks fitter. He looks more chiselled. He looks like I did about, you know, uh, two months ago before I uh, put on about a stone and a half. Um, but yeah, he looks fitter and he looks um, as if he is in really good form. You know, he scored a goal. He created bundles of opportunities. He had loads of opportunities himself. I thought he was really good today, Duncan Watmore, and that's what he brings to the team. I also felt that Zian Fleming, as I already said, I felt his work rate was better. He scored in, he scored a goal and, and assisted one. You, you, you can't argue with facts. Um, so I felt he was better today. Was it still wasn't the, the perfect performance from him, but at the end of the day, he's easy to, to slag off at the minute. So I thought he was pretty good. And Nisbet, as I said, he's... Um, he was okay. I, I just felt if he'd have made right decisions at the right time, then I think that game could have been very different. If Bradshaw had started, um, would we have scored more goals? Don't know. Um, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Maybe we should have rested more players. Maybe playing Leonard for a ninth or tenth straight game wasn't the right thing to do. Having said that, unless you play a kid um, because Hutch was out, what else you meant to do if you want to keep the same sort of shape? So, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think it's, uh, you know, again, hindsight, Danny Mack could have played in the back three where he ended up. It's always buts and maybes, right? But we are where we are. I think now what's important is that we use the rest of this January transfer window to bring a couple of players in, get us over the line to the end of the season, and then we can really start building because I think there are so many positive signs there at the moment, the way we're playing. Um, the camaraderie amongst the group, but it's still quite evident that we have a number of injury-prone injury, injury prone players and it's just about staying up this season. We welcome Middlesbrough to the Den next week. Looking forward to that. I will definitely be there. Um, be a tough test. Middlesbrough are not the same side that we beat away on the first game of the season. They've just signed that Azaz, who's a very good player. Um, they're, they're, they're a good side now, Middlesbrough. They've got some good players in there. Josh Coburn, Morgan Rogers. Um, Riley McGree, obviously now with Azaz, Isaiah Jones. They've got a lot of talent in that side and they, they won't be a, a pushover, that's for sure. They're definitely pushing for the top six. So we'll see how we go. We're at the cup. We can concentrate on the league now. And I think ultimately it's now down to getting a couple extra bodies in to, to help the group and getting some of those injuries back as soon as possible. So I'll leave it there. A um, little bit shorter, as I say. Um, just wanted to kind of 
we had so many chances today. If I went and described all of them, it'd probably take about 50 minutes. But it's a nice thing to say. Unfortunately, the result wasn't meant to be. But I think probably in reality, with the injuries, it's it's probably for the best. So look, I'll leave it there. Have a lovely rest of your weekend and I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.